0: out oh. Justin 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 the Warriors this is a big win for them tonight this is a big win for them tonight and was there any point because like the first quarter they were going back and forth they were like trading shots they're going back and forth and in the second quarter Kawhi started Kawhi'ing which you expect him to do at some point and the shots were not falling for the, for the Dubs and they got a little lead. They got a little lead. Um, the Clippers, not anything too crazy, but if you think about this season, like a 10 point lead feels like a 30 point lead with this team often, because right. like, that's just what it's been like all year. So you really never wanted them falling behind more than like four or five points max. Right. And so, they were down at the half. Now, when that happened and coming into the third, were you worried? Did you think they could get back into it? How how were you feeling at that point?
1: Uh, I knew they could get back into it, but I was kind of worried because it didn't seem like the Clippers were the type of team that would let them back into it, which, um, you know, they typically they aren't. They miss a lot of open threes, and I think that was partially due to the design of uh, the Warriors defense and get some guys who didn't have a rhythm going to shoot a lot of open threes. Um, and, you know, other than that, you know, Kawhi is Kawhi is very steady. It's hard to get him rattled and stuff like that. So I didn't think that there was like a great chance that they would um, be let back into the game, but I knew they still had, you know, still had a shot at it because, you know, 10 point leads, even though, Without Steph or without Wiggins, ten point leads feels like twenty. Uh, ten point deficits feel like twenty. The NBA today is so three point reliant, it's so fast, especially the way the Warriors have been playing recently, that you know, in a matter of a few possessions, they could take the lead, and that's exactly what happened. So.
0: They did. They did. And this was really, this was a Jordan game. I mean, Dre was great pushing the pace and all of that. And there were other people who contributed, but this was a Jordan game and I was happy for him. And I felt like he needed this and he did a lot of his damage by attacking initially. And then eventually his, his three started to fall. Right. And this is what we always want from him. We want him to do this. And, I hate that Twitter updates the way that it does because you had a tweet I started to read and then the shit updated while I was in the middle of reading. But you, so I was like, you know, I'm going to talk to him later. So instead of me going back to look for it, I'm going to just let him talk about it here on the show. But like you said, something about Kerr needing to find a way to like let Jordan be this version of himself or something like that. Can you explain like the point you were making?
1: Yeah, I think we've seen quite a few times this season and a lot last season as well where Steph, JP and Clay are all playing at the same time and one of them is like not in rhythm, you know, just because they all need the ball, they all are rhythm-based players with their jump shooting and just the way that they play. So, a lot of times either Clay won't be at his best or JP won't be at his best. Steph is obviously pretty consistently uh amazing, but Kerr has to find a way, even if he sends. Well, he's probably going to send Jordan back to the bench once Steph comes back. But once he does that, he has to find a way to keep Jordan in this same rhythm, um, getting to the basket, making sure he draws fouls and stuff like that. Because if he's bringing this type of production, but like in a more you know streamlined role off the bench, then it takes the team to a whole nother level, right? Um, and then if you can keep Clay in the same on the same heater that he's been on, shooting almost forty four percent from three, um, averaging. All over 25 points a game in the last 25 games or so, then that's super dangerous, right? Then you get into the territory where Wiggins is like your fourth offensive option, right? Or like your fourth, you know, threat to the, to the defense. And that's a hell of a fourth threat, you know? So if they can keep that offense going, it makes it that much easier for them to get back to where they want to be defensively as well. So Kerr has this kind of has his hands full. They had a brief, a brief moment last year, um when Wiggins was out where they were starting the three guards and they were kind of blitzing teams but it just hasn't gone that way this season so hopefully guys are all in the rhythm especially with Steph was back so they can kind of keep this going and have all three of them you know at the top of the game
0: and so you mentioned um also too that Clay could have a new average this year if he keeps this up so not 20 but more than 20 what would the new average be
1: uh, His career high in a season is 22.1 or something like that. And I think that was 2017 or 2016. Um, So if he averages like 23 and a half points for the rest of the season, then he'll, for the season, he'll have a new career high average, which is pretty cool. Obviously, Steph and Wiggins being well, out. Would the that be 23
0: points? Him. That would be the new high? Or what Not, would it be? It would, Just higher higher it, than 22 point. Whatever it was.
1: Yeah, it would be like it would be like twenty two point three, right? So if he obviously goes higher than that, it can be whatever. But I think twenty three point three is the minimum that he can do to get that decimal point above and get that career high. So. What makes you close. think
0: about things like that and look for that and find that out?
1: I was I don't know. I was literally just walking down the street thinking about it, <laughs> and I was like, I was crazy. I was like, I wonder what Clay what is Clay averaging this year? And I was like, Hmm, what's his career high? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was thinking about that Portland game and I was like damn he was really cooking so like what is his average this year because he started out terribly and now he's been on the heater so I was wondering where he, where he kind of averaged out at but he's super close
0: wow I'm like yawning like crazy but it's trust me it's not because it's uninteresting it's just so fascinating to me I'm like what makes what makes Justin think about these things like when I read that I'm just like who the hell just thinks about this shit <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know. It just can't. It just popped up in my head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So something else I saw tonight in the game. Okay, so I saw. Let me tell you the the one thing I saw that I didn't like really, and then I'm going to tell you what I also liked. That was sort of like not about gameplay, but is important. So what I didn't like that little. Part of the game, I want to say in the third, sort of early into the third, where, like, each team was, like, complaining about fouls and, like, the game kept stopping. But I was mostly annoyed because it's, like, well, for one, it's, like, with Trey, it's, like, like, I'm sure all the refs know that you're at your limit. So they're giving you a little room. But it's also, like, don't push it. Please, like, don't push it because you were really needed. And then, but also, like, you know, I think Jordan picked up attack, And he's also, I think, getting close to that limit. But it's just, like, but it was Kaminga. Like, he really, like, irked me because there was, like, he did, like, a move. I don't remember what he did, but, and who was even guarding him? Was it Paul, George? It was someone. And he, like, faked them out, got around them. And then he got, like, you know, in the paint. And he, like, shot it, didn't make it. And then he started like jumping up and down, like throwing yeah, yeah, a tantrum, yeah. like a child. Like it was like yeah, yeah, a quick yeah. second and a half, and then he just like stopped and ran back. But for one, first of all, I didn't see nobody around you. Like you just missed the shit. But secondly, yeah. it's like what, what, why do you think that's okay? Like you, like no, I, Justin, it annoyed me so much. Like it irked me. And you know, I love me to Jonathan <laughs> Kaminga, but I was like, what is this? What am I watching? I started-
1: i saw that i was like i mean up
0: in the air like a tantrum
1: (laughs) he got like you said he got back super quick so i was like okay but you really just did the most like you really did way too much it wasn't a ton of contact it was one of those like pump fake i get you in the air so i should get the foul because i made you jump but it's like bro you're a second year player this is paul george you're not going to get that call and You had an opportunity, a clear opportunity to make the shot. He was out of the and play for real. Missed. Yeah. You just missed the shot. <laughs> so yeah, that was funny to watch. Uh yeah, he knew he stopped himself mid mid-tantrum and got back, which is I was like, I was okay with it then. But after like one and a half jumps, though,
0: he was like, Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> at first I thought he was mad at himself for missing, but he did it. It was way too demonstrative for that. I was like, Oh, he thought he should have got a call.
0: That's exactly that the word that I used. I was like, why is he being so demonstrative?
1: <laughs> yeah, he's passionate. Was there you go. We're going to bring that word back. Passionate. That's all it is.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyways, I did
0: not like that. Now, that being said, I did like the energy Um that they were playing with tonight and the intensity like diving for stuff, running out of bounds to catch it. The fact that there was so much passion behind like getting the right call and wanting that, you know, it's like, they knew they needed this win. They know it's time to start winning. And it's like, Mm -hmm. they really can flip the switch. Like they just really can do it. Right. Like, They're not like playing perfect basketball yet, but you, you can see they've started to look better and they're doing things better. And it's just like, it really just took, it just, they just really needed to lock in. (laughs) That's all Mm -hmm. they really need to lock in because they still don't have all their guys yet. I mean, there's no Andrew Wiggins. There's no GP two, There's no, um, Stephen Curry. No Andre, if you, if you're still counting him and they're winning these games and like, yes, that like Clay is playing like vintage Clay, I suppose you could say, or shooting at least like that. But, you know, especially cause like, jo- like Jordan hasn't been shooting well. Right. And like they're winning these games like decisively, or, you know, it, it seems like it's the return of the third quarter dub. So it's just like, y'all could have done this y'all like had this in you always you really do and so and on one level it's like I don't know why you had to give me this season you gave me but on another level it's like like look you know I mean it's probably unlikely but like they could still in theory finish the season and win 50 games I think that's unlikely. It's probably gonna be like higher forties, but like, you know, but I, I'm expecting the run that we've been waiting for all season where they like, you know, we got some news. Steph is likely returning, not the next game, but the game after the one on Sunday versus the Lakers, the first away game, you know, after they finish their Mm -hmm. homestand. And so, um, it's time. I mean, we said this like a few episodes ago, like it's go time. Like it's time. And so it looks mm-hmm. like, you know, it's four games in a row. They're three games above 500. They're the firmly in fifth. This yes, they're firmly in fifth. Like they are catchable, but they're firmly in fifth. Like the other teams are at least, it's not like a statistical tie, like they're ahead. And they're only one game back on the Suns. That's it. Now I did tweet earlier, like, if they want that four seed, they're going to have to actually finish with a higher record than the Suns because um, the Suns own the tiebreaker.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, if, they, if, they feel, if they're feeling good and they want to build good habits and they should go for it, um, I think we've been saying a lot recently that we like ideally want them to get the Kings in the first round. But if they, if they say, fuck it, we don't care, forget it. Who, <laughs> we don't care who we play in the first round. <laughs> um, Justin did
0: it this time it wasn't me it wasn't me right. <laughs> man we're so drag. don't worry we'll clean this up by the next it's one. late
1: it's late yeah it's late <laughs> that's what it is <laughs> if they say forget it we don't care who we play in the first round Um, we're just going to try to win as many games as possible then yeah go for it I think it's a prime opportunity right now Um, they've won four in a row and they got three really winnable games you know, coming up. obviously the second night of a back to back is always tough, but you got LA without LeBron and you got OKC who is seeming seeming to kind of taper down their attempt at making the playoffs to play in right now. So
0: And that second night of a back to back goes against the Pelicans.
1: Pelicans without Zion, Lakers exactly. without LeBron, Thunder potentially without Shea. I don't know. Last time I watched him play, he didn't he didn't play. So maybe they are in tank mode now.
0: Yeah, it's so I mean it, it's and by the way, I mean for them to get the the um the Kings cuz I think the Kings are going to hold on to the 3. I just feel like they're going to keep it. So I think it's a it's a fight for the fourth spot and that fight is going to be between the Warriors, the Suns, the Mavs and the Clippers, right? I think it's going to be those four teams all trying to get fourth, but the Warriors would have to drop two spots to end up playing the Kings. And I don't think they're going to, you know, like let's lose enough to, to play the Kings. So, you know, um mm-hmm. it's a, it, to me, it's more a matter of if they get fourth or fifth, who would they want to play? Right. Cause if they're, if they're fifth, they're playing whoever's four, if they're fourth, they're playing whoever's five. Right. <laughs> so it's just a matter if you have home court or if you don't. So. Yeah.
1: Kroger Fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Based
0: on the other teams being one, two, and three.
1: Yeah, they put a, it'll put them in Denver's bracket. bracket.
0: So they would see Denver what in the second round?
1: In the second round, yeah. And then out um, of
0: there anyway.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've I've reached that conclusion as well. It doesn't really matter where they are, as long as as long as they're out of the play in. I think they're in a pretty good spot. Um, all these teams have weaknesses. You know, at the end of the day, if Golden State is healthy with all their guys, um, especially with Stephen Wiggs back and, and Draymond and Looney and everybody, the starters are all healthy. Just check the ball up and see, see who can beat who four times. Like, <laughs> it is what it is. Matchups are matchups, but none of these teams are scary. So it doesn't really matter what the path is.
0: So, in a first round series, who would you want to see? Like, let's say the Warriors are fourth or fifth. Would you want it to be the Suns? Would you want it to be the Clippers? Would oh, you want Clippers it to be the sure. Mavericks? Clippers for oh, sure.
1: Uh, Mavs. It, uh, it would definitely, I mean, Mavs first. People um, feel like,
0: um, actually, you know what? Let's, let's. Let's just let's wrap up this conversation around the game and then sort of maybe talk about potential matchups and the rest of the Western Conference, um, because I don't know, a lot of Warriors fans, I think, in general are afraid of Kyrie and think he's the Warriors kryptonite. So I I, I do want to talk about that a little bit more. But anything else on this Clippers game?
1: Um, Third quarter dubs. We already talked about that. Um, I said before the season even started, the Clippers cannot guard. Um, quick guards. They've proven that all season. Um, I said they don't have anything for Jordan Poole, and they clearly do not. He dropped 34 on them. He cooks them every time they play. They definitely can't guard Steph. Um,
0: Russell Westbrook is still going to Russell Westbrook, and what I mean by that, he got so irritated when Jordan had that steal on him, so then he came back and fouled him, and they got all upset and worked up, and it's like, all right, you're always going to do this. This is just like what you're going to do. I really don't know why they decided to add Russell Westbrook to the team, aside from the fact that Paul George wants to play with his old teammate again. Um, Because I don't, I feel like they were starting to play well. And now like they've regressed by adding him. And I don't mean because he's been playing bad, but it's like now you're having to like fit him in and you move man into like the second unit and all this yep. other stuff. And it's just affecting your, your team chemistry.
1: Yep. I said, as soon as it happened, thank you. They just completely eliminated themselves from contention. And <laughs> it's unfortunate for, for Russ on a personal level, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure it doesn't feel good to, you know, go to teams and they just are worse and then everybody points it out whether it's your fault or not. But it is what it is, man. Everybody's career. Did
0: you, did you see the report from Chris that he still wants to win sixth man of the year for the time he spent in LA?
1: <laughs> no, that's <laughs> actually insane. Nah
0: <laughs> You want to be what? an M V P and then also a sixth man yeah that's crazy.
1: <laughs> no, nah, he's funny for that. And Norman Powell is, like, on his team now. Norman Powell is, like, lead to league and bench scoring and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Russ is a nothing funny else, dude. He, just right? be, he really just be vibing. He really just be vibing. He don't care <laughs> about nothing though, else at this point.
0: On that, though, bye-bye clips. But, yeah, I don't take you seriously anymore. There was actually a time we thought they could be one of the actual teams that would challenge the Warriors. But I think the only team – I to me, like, when I think about this, yeah i'll I'll save that i'll save that but bye-bye clippers y'all are out of here we're not thinking about you um (laughs) (laughs) great win (laughs) great win great win and you know that's all we gotta say so i don't know i you know i never go too hard on the clippers because Kawhi and paul george actually yes Yes, they are. Paul George. Like, if anyone does not know, I'm a huge Paul George fan. And y'all be talking about him greasy. Don't, Justin, don't even start. Okay? <laughs> y'all be talking about him greasy. And then oh, some man, of y'all don't respect team, Kawhi so. the way that you should. But anyway, those are my guys. And so I'm just like, you know, it's unfortunate. But I don't ever go in on them the way that I will go in on, like, some other teams and players. Okay. So, that's it. I'm letting y'all know my biases up front. <laughs> what is so funny, Justin? Paul
1: George, Paul George does it to himself, so I don't know why he you're acting like that. He to himself. This slander is unwarranted. He was 3 or 15 tonight, five Okay, fouls. so he
0: had a bad night. Big deal. Everyone has bad nights. He was
1: getting cooked. I don't I know. He, told
0: you, he was getting cooked. Like, whatever. Who cares? Clay's <laughs> gotten cooked by Kyrie before. Hey,
1: we still love Clay. Clay. Is, a Clay is a champion.
0: Paul George also went through a catastrophic injury and revived his career. Like, it's still yeah. something Clay to be proud of. And Clay he's did too. Clay did too, but I mean, <laughs> Clay plays with Stephen Curry. Paul George you was hurt. the main guy on his team. So, you know. He's a great second player. There were times Warriors yeah. fans wanted to trade to get him on the team, and I don't think anyone would have been upset with that. So
1: he gonna, get, he gonna... come to the worst. What? When? When his contract up?
0: Oh, I would love that because then he could get a ring and I could just love him <laughs> on my team. So I, I don't mind that at all. Um, I love Paul George, first. so you're not getting me to slander him. I don't care about who he you heard married.
1: <laughs> you heard it here for his 2027 ish
0: documented documented Justin said it he called it we will come back and revisit it but and I feel bad too because Teron Lou I like him so I, I really don't have like disdain for the Clippers I know like you, neither. you know the SoCal NorCal thing they have going on is like just hate anything LA, but I really don't have beef with that team. Even their owner is likable. I just don't. Dis- I disliked the Chris Paul Clippers. I disliked the Lob City Clippers. Like those guys, listen, they were up there with the Rockets and the Grizzlies. I did not mess. Look at that. I caught it. I was about to say I did not F with those dudes. And I said, Me- see, we getting better already, Greg? Okay. But
1: Let's go. <laughs> I didn't
0: mess with them, but I, I just I just don't have this disdain for these Clippers. You know, I just don't.
1: Yeah, and I think part of that is because they aren't really a threat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the thought of them is immediately when Paul George and Kawhi both went to the Clippers, everyone was thinking, "Dang, like they're gonna be really good." Um. You know they're gonna be. In, it was right after Kawhi just won the finals too. It's like dang, they gonna win. He gonna win another championship, or it's you know they're gonna be really good. And it just has not happened that way in four years. This is the fourth season of them being together, and it's just eh, it's yeah. Just look, a, a like, lot man. of that
0: has been injury. Whether people want to acknowledge it or oh, not, for sure. it hasn't. Like yes, the the in the bubble that year, like they both just collapsed for you know whatever reasons. I I do feel like a lot of people discount. Like the mental health stuff that Paul George talked about. Like, I think we just sort of dismissed that. And because it's Paul George, too, people like to make fun of him. And then Kawhi just had a bad game seven. Like, it happens, right? But outside of that year, for the rest of it, because like they could have, they could have that year when the Suns got to the finals, they should have gone. Like, Kawhi doesn't get hurt and they go to the finals. That was their year. That was their year. So, you know shit just happens, you know, but at the end of the day, they didn't win anything, and like, that's how people are gonna look at it, they're just gonna look at the result, and not really kind of you know, assess each year by year, or whatever, so and Paul George did his thing that year, I mean, honestly they could've still beaten the Suns even without Kawhi, like Mm -hmm. that should've been a seven-game series to be honest, so that's it, y'all put respect on Paul George's name, okay, like he's a damn strong number two and he carried two teams into the conference finals in both conferences he did it in the east and he did it in the west respect him okay that's true alrighty so with that we move on we move on